Hi everyone, this is Straight Outta High School, a podcast by the Palladians Association. My name is Anne Baby, and today's guest is one of my friends from McGraw Senior. Hey Z, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Uh, that's okay. So do you want to start off by introducing yourself to everyone? Yes, um, my name is Xenia, I use she, her pronouns, and I study at the Australian National University in Canberra. Um, I do a Bachelor of Arts and International Security, and next year will be my last year. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So you said um, you do international security. Yeah. Uh, was that something you did, you wanted to pursue when you were at McRob, or was that something you sort of fell into a little after? Um, so no, I definitely don't think it was clear to me that that's what I wanted to do. I remember year nine and 10, I was quite set on doing law and arts at Monash. Um, and my sister's a lawyer. So like that was part of it, but also, you know, it's just, I think the most obvious choices at that time were the ones you lean towards. Um, and then at 11, I think I did global politics three, four, um, with Mr. Allen, the OG and, um, yeah, I think that started ma- making me think a little bit more about the international space and what different degrees or like career paths there might be there. Um, and I don't really know how I came across ANU, but ANU just had a lot of different yeah degrees for that. So you could do IR or you could do public policy or you could do international security. Um, and so, yeah, I just kind of I did kind of fall into security because it was just like you had to make a choice at some point. Um, but, yeah, no, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, and one of the questions we had from the students is mm-hmm. um, sort of the decision around following a career that perhaps is not the most traditional mm-hmm. in terms of uh, the pathways that microbians choose, mm-hmm. especially when it might seem like there might not be a lot of opportunities in Australia. Mm-hmm. So how do you go about sort of making that decision? Yeah, I struggle with it a lot, I think, because um, it's, you know, my background, I'm Indian, um, so obviously the traditional choice would be nice. Like I've been, like my parents or like family members have asked me, you know, at the end of your degree, what will you be? Like, what's your name going to be? Um, and I'm like, I don't know, an arts graduate? Like I'm not, you know, my sister's a lawyer, then my cousins are doctors. Um, and I'm just here like, yeah, maybe I'll be, I, I don't really know, um, a security analyst? I don't know. Um, and so, yeah, I, I sort of get that like kind of pull towards traditional paths, but um. I don't know I just I think like what what helps me maybe and this is something you've told me as well it's like stop worrying so much about the future right now like those things will kind of figure themselves out um and you just got to take take the opportunities as they come I guess um I think like three years like I'm like third year now but three years into my degree I'm much more aware of all the opportunities available in the security space or in the IR space than I was while I was in high school um, so I think like, you know, there are so many jobs and so many different things you could do that we don't even know about. And that's also going to change in the next couple of years. Um, just like, you know, this last couple of months probably has created so many new jobs, right? Because we had to adapt. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know, like that, that's, is that kind of answering the question? Yeah, it really does. Okay. You know, you're, you're constantly... Uh, seeking out different opportunities and you're clearly very passionate about international security do you think over time um, that passion of yours has sort of changed your idea of success as well from what it used to be at McGraw 
Yeah, absolutely. I think I used to see it, um, progression and development is quite linear. So I'd be like, okay, so I'm going to go from high school to uni, do three or four years at uni, and then get a job and then like um, uh, kind of accept, not accelerate, kind of just rise in the ranks of the job and get to this like apex in the career. But um, now I kind of see it as more flexible, right? Like I could do my four years here and then I might do a couple of years in the government and try that out. And then I might go back to uni for a master's or something, or I might do an international gig for a while and then come back to Melbourne if I want. Um, so I, I really see it as more flexible, like success can be different in different parts of your life. Um, and like, like it's, it's also relevant to the last couple of years of our lives. Like high school, what success meant for us then was very different to what success at uni means. Um, and I think that's going to constantly change as well, depending on where we are, who we're around, what we're doing. Um, so, yeah, I think I see it as less linear. Yeah. I really agree with that. And so I wanted to go back to um, moving out of home and the topic around uh, the topic of that. What was that like for you, especially making the decision to move away from Melbourne, where your family is? Yeah. Um, I love Melbourne. I'm like Melbourne's number one fan. So leaving like, leaving for me wasn't like, oh, I'm so I'm ready to get out of the city. I'm ready to like be a new person. I think I was quite comfortable in Melbourne. I had a great circle of friends. I had, you know, a lot of different things happening in my community that I enjoyed. Um, so it wasn't easy. Um, I remember in year 12, like going back and forth so much about the decision. Um, you know, should I, should I not, should I not? I think like till the end, I was like that. Um, but in the end it really was like you know if I don't do this I'm going to regret it Um, and I was I was in a position where like well while I don't think it would have been amazing if I'd gone I I mean I'd come to ANU and then decided I didn't want to and then gone back to Melbourne I still was in a position where that could have been done as in you know I, I I was aware that oh I could make the decision and then I could go back on it if I felt like it wasn't working out so yeah it wasn't um it wasn't easy um, but you know, I think challenges are important. So I really wanted to challenge myself to do it. And, um, yeah, even now I still, I still doubt, doubt it sometimes. I'm like, uh, two and a half years, I have a year and a half left. Why am I here? Uh, I really miss Melbourne a lot. I often, when I come back, you know, I'm like, oh, my friends are here. It was really nice, but I have, uh, I have gained so much by being here, have met so many people and the different opportunities that are available in Canberra, I think were in the end very beneficial for what I want to do um and I've yeah just grown a lot I think which is good yeah and are you living on res at the moment or yeah yeah so I I lived on campus for the two and a half years I've been here what was that like uh (laughs) crazy um I yeah it, it does depend on what college you go to I guess like each college has a different kind of um culture I guess so um I chose quite well I think um I yeah I fit in here I think very well it's a very multicultural space it's a space where there are people from all different backgrounds international domestic um and all other like groups I guess you could you go into um and but I do remember like the first couple months it just felt like camp I was like I'm just here on holiday I'm just like cooking with friends staying up late doing whatever and then reality sets in and you're like, oh, I actually have to like do everything for myself now. And it's, it's hard. Um, the t- there's not as much time in the day. It feels like, um, you know, but I've, that said, like, you know, you have to do it at some point. You have to start providing for yourself at some point. And 
some people show a bit earlier, which is, it's not good or bad. It's just, um, yeah, I'm happy to have done it. Yeah. And um, obviously, I remember we, you were quite involved in the extracurricular life at McGrog. Do you think it was easy for you to sort of uh, make the same level of participation that you need engage with the different clubs or was that a little bit harder moving away from the crop <laughs> yeah tough um yeah my crop is such a different environment like I feel like it's such a, like it's so supported it's so easy to get involved with things and like um I don't know I it, it is different so yeah when I first came into uni I felt like I'd lost a part of myself because I was like oh I'm not doing anything other than like socializing or um like uni um and yeah, I was like, where's my passion gone? And I think we talked about a, a lot about this as well, right, in first year. Um, we did. Yeah. yeah, like we, I like, I, I'll just speak to myself, but like I did not do what I wanted to be doing. Like I was involved with social service at Macrob and that was a big part of my journey there. And then suddenly I wasn't doing anything and I was like, ah. But what I really, like, I mean, since then I've, I've been able to kind of um, reach out I think the like change in environment did take a little longer than I thought um and obviously like uni is such a big bad place no I'm kidding. like it's such a big <laughs> scary place for sure um compared to Macrob um and it does take a little bit of time I think to ease into it so yeah I, I did take a bit of time before I started reaching out into the community and seeing how I could get involved um but now that I'm third year I think yeah I've kind of been able to do that which is good I felt the same way. Like, I think when you're at McRob, it's just you're around so many like-minded people and there's this sense of comfort that, and you're encouraged to just actively engage, engage and participate in everything. I struggled, like, going into uni and making that translation. Yeah, no, absolutely, same. Yeah. Do you, have you been able to, um, like, do it now? Or are you still kind of struggling? Uh, I think I've definitely made more of an effort in the past year, year and a half. Mm, yeah. um, but I don't know. It was just it was a lot harder than I than I expected it to be. Yeah. Um, and I think there's just so many different things you can do. Yeah. Exactly. So what kind of stuff are you doing at the moment? Um. Yeah. So this year I'm involved with student governance. Um. But very much focused on advocating for Black, Indigenous, and people of color on campus. Um, yeah. basically represent that group um, and do a lot of advocacy for anti-racism. Um, I also am a senior resident at my college, which basically just means I um, do like pastoral care stuff, which is you know, if people need um, emergency mental health or first aid, mm-hmm. uh, that kind of stuff I, I provide um, and also do like community events at college to support people's transition into college um yeah I I mean there's other little little things but those are my two main roles at the moment yeah and what would you recommend for for students who are not just moving to ANU but going to university and they felt the same way that we did you know struggling to sort of make that transition from McGraw to uni life Mm, yeah yeah um take your time like it's there's no rush um you do get three to four years at uni um, and I do felt I do think that I put a lot of pressure on myself my first year to be like oh I need to have done every like do everything and like get involved um, but there's just so much other stuff happening there's so much stimulus at university for you to uh, get used to so um, yeah don't stress and also you're allowed to change as a person right like you don't have to hold on 
to who you were in high school it's okay to to change um but you know if you're not happy with it like you can you can't change i mean you can hold on to stuff <laughs> um yeah I, I and then obviously like once once you feel more ready to like start doing things just like the small things right like take little opportunities as they come make opportunities where you can go to events as just like a participant rather than demanding yourself to be part of the creation of it um I went to a lot of like different club meetings and different societies and different like um just like events and things before I actually started getting involved with those um organizations if that makes sense yeah yeah it does um and another question that we had about living interstate was the financial aspect of things Mm -hmm. so how did you manage financially after leaving high school yeah um I was really lucky to get a summer job after year 12 so I didn't actually go anywhere after year 12 like I didn't do anything to celebrate I I I worked um at Redbubble in the city and that was a really great like it was a part you know, full time, I think. Um, and I, and I, I got a lot of money and savings through that. Um, and that kind of set me up for the first couple months of my first year. Um, and then after that, I got a job here, uh, just working casually. Um, I also was on Centrelink for the first two years that I was here. Um, and beyond that, um, I do remember like there were times if I struggled with rent in first year, I, I took loans from my sister that I paid back later or I also took loan like a birth there's a bursary system as well so you can apply for things I'm sure every university has it um just financial aid if you need um small amounts of money at that time um people there are lots of different ways you can get help um and then after that last year I actually got a half scholarship for my rent so I didn't have to pay half my rent which was really good I think helpful um, and I, for that, I just had to work as an academic team member. So you basically just help people with academic stuff, like essay editing and things like that. That's really cool. It just sounds like I'm listing my credentials, but I just mean that what I'm trying to say is that there are lots of different opportunities once you get to uni for financial help, from like bursaries to like Centrelink um, and also like scholarships that you can apply for to um, ease your ease your financial burden. Um it's not it's not like I'm not you know it's not easy um and a lot of people do work to support themselves but um I think it's all part of it so yeah yeah um something that I always feel quite overwhelmed with is my lack of financial literacy like I think I just didn't learn enough about it at Nicaragua but was that something you you sort of just read about a lot or I remember you did economics did that help a lot <laughs> no <laughs> oh okay <laughs> no 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 I um no I yeah I'm the worst at financial stuff um I uh I'm definitely like a short-term gratification person so like the amount of money I spend on coffees per year is abhorrent and we don't look at my bank statements um yeah no I, I nope I'm not good at it that's that's a short answer but uh, <laughs> I guess if you want the longer longer version um I don't know yeah I think it really depends on the on a on a period periodical basis like I know right now is such a tough time so like being mad at yourself for being bad at finance right now is like really like you're gonna kick yourself when everything is down 
so I think yeah like that and then I remember once like in first year yeah I, I couldn't pay rent and I was like panicking because I'm like oh I don't have money like I feel so bad like you know but then like realizing that I'm I'm 18 I've just moved out of home I've not ever had to do this before you know that that's what I think colleges are really good for to move into as a first step out of home because there is a bit of support there still like people understand if you can't pay rent and there's help systems for you um it's it's not like excusable every time and like but like they're it's basically very supportive environment um uh so no I remember I remember like looking at my bank statement at that time um in first year and feeling like oh my god I can't believe it's like this but my dad's always told me like you know money comes and goes that one day you have money one day you won't so like there's no point letting it affect you that much (laughs) which is like it's a very hard mentality to keep obviously it's it's kind of it's scary um especially when you have to pay for stuff um but I, I definitely was like, look, at this point, it's a little bit harder, but in a couple of months, I will try and earn more and it will be fine. <laughs> um, so I don't know, looking at a very like periodical basis financially and being like, what can I afford now? What can't I afford? And and little goals and stuff like that help. But yeah, I'm definitely still working on it too. Yeah, I, I really like that point you brought up about how we are young. And I think we just yeah. we forget that sometimes, especially... Um, during the first few years of uni and we placed just so many expectations on ourselves and what we should be achieving and what we should be doing and like it's so stupid because society's like at this point like society is expecting us to buy all this really really expensive stuff and at the same time is paying us like next to minimum wage and it's like well we can't really do both can we like we students like we're really not earning a lot at all um and also like we yeah we're like surrounded by all this stuff that we want to be getting but I don't know that was a random rogue point but yeah (laughs) no yeah but it is like like our priorities it Mm -hmm. it's I think it's really hard to decipher what they are sometimes when Mm -hmm. we are on this sort of um we're Mm -hmm. on this what's it called an escalator yeah the (laughs) escalator I know what you mean. The assembly. <laughs> no, what's it called? Yes. Is that what you mean? Like, yeah. Like the flat thing that moves around. Yeah, that thing. And we're on that for in terms of just like life and career choices and all yeah. of that. Yeah. But we're just being bombarded with so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like the idea of a successful young person being like super rich at a young age and like being able to afford a house and like we idolize that stuff. And it's like, do you really want that? Like, like, you know, for me, I'm like, I'd really rather have a coffee <laughs> every day. <laughs> uh, um, but that's me. Please don't take financial advice from me. <laughs> we'll just cut all of this finance for yeah. now. <laughs> um, so how do you think, um, yeah, so just like going back to that transition from high school and uni, what would you really recommend for for students, especially right now, who are um, they're not sure what to do? Should they move into state? And everything's just there's so much uncertainty about it. What would you What would you recommend? Um, yeah. Oh, COVID graduates, good luck. That's so hard. <laughs> no, I feel like that really throws a spanner into it because right now leaving home is is probably not the best option. Hey. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's really scary. I mean, I guess like 
part of that is like don't worry if you don't sort it out in the next couple months like if you don't leave like if you want to move out of home or you want to go to ANU you want to go somewhere else and stay or overseas and you can't right now doesn't mean you can't later so don't feel like this is the end of the world I guess um if if you make the decision I think it really felt very final when you're 12 when you make that decision um and yeah even I like you know chose a different degree and then I changed degrees you did the same right like we yeah, all, feel like we've all changed degrees um <laughs> it's very common um so like things definitely aren't set in stone and you work it out as you go and it's fine um and uh in terms of in terms of if, if you're looking like in the next I don't know what it's going to be like in December January but if you are looking to come here like yeah like definitely evaluate your position um and see if this is something that's that you can afford and that's worth it um I think in the end if you feel like yeah you're going to regret it if you don't do it you have to do it right to some extent like everything will just fall into place you have to just take that lead um even if it's not um even if not everything is like absolutely worked out and you have like a 12-month plan ready in place um it will fall into place like it'll be fine and I think especially that idea of leaving Melbourne and traveling you've been on an exchange right that how was that like I mean do you mean my Germany one in, in the the Israel one? Oh, sorry yeah sorry um that yeah it was more like a five-week like summer course um yeah uh yeah yeah I really really enjoyed it um I I definitely recommend like if anyone talks to me about that I I always recommend if you can get a loan from uni and put it on your hex then definitely try to do a course overseas um because it's you know it covers your flights it covers your course it covers living um and you 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 get that experience of studying at a different university um which I wish I could kind of do in Australia as well like I really want to take some courses in Monash or Melbourne um but yeah, no, I'm going to Israel and learning about peace and conflict in Israel, in Jerusalem particularly, was like absolutely amazing and something that ANU just will never be able to provide, um, despite like, you know, having Middle Eastern courses and things like that. It's just not the same. Um, so yeah, I really, really, really enjoyed that. And I, I, I would really recommend people to get that experience of talking to people who've lived through the stuff that you're talking about. Um, one of my biggest qualms with like, the stuff I learn is how theoretical it gets and how like how easily it dismisses a human experience when we're talking about like you know the effects of colonialism and what that means and in in class you're asked to debate like whether or not it's good like colonialism was good and there are people who are actually arguing for it and I'm like are you are you kidding me right now are you really gonna dismiss this whole human experience and that's something that you don't get when you're actually living in that country and they're it, they recognize the socio-psychological kind of impact of of the theory you learn and how inter- interconnected it is to the people. Um, that's, yeah, that was my biggest takeaway from from learning in the country itself. Um, yeah. 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 Um, I think that's really all the, the questions we had for today. Oh, well, it was so lovely to have you on the show, Z. Uh, Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank um, you. And we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Yes, absolutely. Bye. Hi, everyone. It's Anne again. So we have our spicy segment now. Today's question is, what was the lowest point during your microbe life? And the response from one of our Palladians has been, I remember during VCE, I got a really bad test score for a subject. The year-level coordinator found out, obviously, and I was pulled into our office to talk about study plans and how to manage my time. 
I was deeply embarrassed and I would consider it one of my lowest points during Microb. Back then, I felt a lot of pride and expectation in being a Microbian, and falling short of certain grades or being called up to the teacher's office did not fit this image. I also could not bear the idea of someone thinking I didn't deserve to be there, and that's what it felt like at the time. In hindsight, what the coordinator did for me was really helpful and it chipped away at the veils of pride and perfection I had put as a facade. It's really okay to fail and to not get it right sometimes, and I wish I embraced and truly listened to that during the grub. I wish I wasn't so hard on myself and being this perfect student that I hadn't really listened to what I wanted, that perhaps I got a bad mark because I wasn't enjoying the subject and not necessarily because of my study habits. So that was it for today's episode. Thanks again for everyone who's joined in.